Now Dirty Bill Clint running me some weight. Told me keep two, bring him back eight. And I only Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Steak Shapiro, Rusty Manziel, Drew Butler, Sandra Golden. Live right next to the Mercedes-Benz. It's a special SEC championship preview show. And we are thrilled to be joined. I didn't know what this guy was such a big dog fan. <laughs> Uh, Big Gip is with us from Goody Mob, who's yes, had a hell of a uh, last couple of weeks, right? Nice yes, to see sir. you, sir. Nice to see you, King. How you doing? Awesome. Grew up in East Point? Yes, I grew up in East Point. Uh, father's from Troy, Alabama, and mother's from Georgia. So this game has been an important part of my life, my it's whole entire life. Long time, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. When, when Goody Mob is uh, – how often do you get to be around athletes? Uh, what was the peak of where – did you, with the Michael Vick era, there was the Dion era, a lot of eras. Or how how often were sports stars and music stars in Atlanta connecting? I think we go back to the Dion era. Yeah, we was at the first time I saw Dion in Magic City <laughs> with a poncho on, <laughs> with more jewelry than the jewelry store. Now we get somewhere. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Yeah, that man was uh, a sight seeing him swag, back in the early right? in the early nineties. Yeah, he was awesome. So and, you remember thinking. That guy's different. Yes, he was totally different. And and the Southern swag and the Southern, you know, the the whole, the way he carried himself and the way he spoke. I loved it. You know, as, as a kid and just Atlanta, it just gave us all the confidence in the world to be starting the music during that time because the Falcons was just such a, a phenomenon in the right, city. You right. had Rising, Cultural. you had you had Dion. It was just it was just awesome. It was an awesome time. Yeah, kind of what you guys have done. Uh, and Big Gip is here from Goody Mob who just celebrated 50 years of hip-hop. You are part of that whole deal coming up last weekend. 50 years of hip-hop, yeah. Right? What do you think of that? Who are your influences? Uh, well, well, my influences, I would say that I created myself from Ice-T and Chuck D. Those are the two oh, rappers yeah. that I really, oh, really yeah. love. That's me now. That's, hey. You're getting back. Hey, listen, don't let this fool you. Okay. I, I started with Too Short. Okay. I got, I got, I got Eric B. and Rakeem. I got okay. all the cassettes back okay. at the house. Yes, sir. Yes, that is. I like that. Those now. are the two that uh, yeah. I created myself from. And then, of course, we have the Dungeon Family, Outcast, and Goody Mob. Uh, we've done so much. We've sold over probably 100 million records. Uh, CeeLo has had such a crazy uh, career with him, The Voice, Niles Barkley. Gip got uh, beer lines. I got CBD lines. Uh, Dre just dropped an instrumental album that's going to go number one, never done before, from that? the Dungeon Family. So for us, man, we're still breaking the, the ceilings that, that might be above us. Be all over the world, obviously. Yes, all Probably over the world. Probably played a million different things. What was that one concert? What was that one thing? Like, I can't believe I'm standing here in front of this size crowd. Well, I think um, I think one of the things that blew my mind, just not just being me, but the time that I was with CeeLo, yeah. and he performed for the Queen of England. Oh, wow. wow. That was that was crazy. Wow. <laughs> that make your hair on your arm stand out a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> that was crazy. So you, you know, obviously Goody Mob, and then you guys brought up Outkast, and mm-hmm. CeeLo went on to have a, an amazing career that he's still doing. Who do you see now in the Atlanta area that's kind of catching your attention? There's so much cultural influence in our city, uh, and it's not going anywhere. It's awesome to see who's catching your attention out of our city right now. Well, not even catching my attention, the one that has taken our, our baton and, and was the baby of our crew, Future. Future. Oh, oh wow. It's also oh, yeah. a part oh, of the Dungeon yeah. family. Yeah. Unbelievable. So oh, wow. for us personally, like, we've been able to reinvent ourselves through the younger parts of us and at the same time stay busy and try and be more of an entrepreneur for the city. Big Gip is here from Goody Mob. 
uh, getting ready. Big day. You going yes. to the game today? No, I'm not going to you the game. You're just partying a little bit beforehand, I, I, right? I have an actual party on the uh, east side of Georgia, uh, in Tucker, Georgia. Okay. I'm releasing my beer line. Yeah, tell about your beer line coming out. Yeah, um, I did a, a whole beer line with uh, Down Home Brewing with a dude named Chris Reeves, who's a brewer. Of course, I'm from the South, so I came up on Shine. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. so with that being said, that was a great place for me to go to because I, during the pandemic, I started a pandemic line, uh, uh, a CBD line, where I got topicals, and I also started a non-alcoholic line for everybody that can't drink anymore. I took the alcohol out, and I put the cannabis in it. So, hey, it's just going to give you a good sleep. All right. You ain't yeah, going to never get chill. <laughs> That's what we need to be. All right, if we looked at that Spotify list that came out this week, what are the five or six things you've been listening to? What will we find that most played stuff? Your Spotify rap. Uh, I, yeah. I think uh, probably from my new album that dropped at the top of the year, yeah. uh, Gip and James uh, Worthy. Uh, an EP that I did. So I think that's kind of like my biggest. That's at the top. Yeah, man, that's at the top. And then the rest of the Dungeon Family albums that we dropped this year. I dropped, Cujo Goody dropped, uh, Dre 3000 dropped, Future dropped, and soon we'll have some new music for the top of the year. South influences everything, right? Hey, man, we're not going to stop till they stop. Hey, <laughs> I mean? oh, appreciate it. The well, V103 Winterfest coming up, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Awesome. Please come and see. Because Gil got an outfit that's going to change the world. All right, buddy. Yeah, thanks. I love it. Y'all see thanks, for this. thanks so much. Thank love you. y'all, man. All right. <laughs> Thank you. See you. Um, we're here. Rusty, Drew Butler, Stake Shapiro, Sandra Golden coming through here as well. Uh, Rusty, talk for a second. What does Alabama have to do today to, to be able to have a chance to upset Georgia? Uh, they have to make this thing. They have to get into Drew, I think with Jalen Milrow being able to drive consistent drives, yeah. to manufacture consistent drives. I'll go back. I told you off the air. I went back and watched the 2018, uh, the 2018 game against Jalen Hurts in the first half. It looked like Georgia played a lot of zone to me, and they wanted to see Jalen Hurts, if he could be consistent and manufacture drives. I think so what gets Jalen Milrow, people think they're going to they're dial up the heat. I don't think Georgia's going to dial up the heat as much as people yeah. think. I think they're going to sit back a little bit and say, look, we're going to make you drive 80 instead of you breaking third and eight into 45 yards. Because if he breaks, this this dude's Michael Vick now. When we recorded punt and pass this week with Jake Fromm, who's won an SEC championship, obviously had some of his best games against Alabama, I asked him, how do you stop Jalen Milrow? And he kind of laughed. He's like, I mean, what do you do? You rush, but you don't rush to blitz him and get him out of the pocket. You rush to contain him. Right. And what more so he said was you have to throw a lot at him on the back end, yes. disguise things, yes. make him understand, hey, it's not one or two things. We're throwing everything at you. Cover two, cover four, cover six, cover eight. You have to make him start to think when he's back in the pocket because that's when things break down for Jalen Milrow. If he gets outside the pocket, it's almost that Patrick Mahomes effect where guys break out of their routes – now the back end is pushed way down the field, and he tucks that ball, and he's gone. I mean, Kirby Smart was just gushing about him, yeah. likening him to Listen, Lamar Jackson. It, yeah. uh, let me give you one little outlier here while we're all on this subject. Something that people – I don't think, Drew, maybe you did, and Stake and I certainly didn't touch on it enough. You know who's a big-game player for Georgia that doesn't get a lot of mentions because at times he's been inconsistent? You go Tennessee game last year. You go to Ohio State game last year. You start seeing the wrinkle of Mike Bobo using Arian Smith and getting him the ball. Mike Bobo said, look. Chunk plays. Listen to me, Mike. Listen, this is what Mike Bobo said to him. Hey, 
we're having some issues right now catching, I'm going to give you the damn thing. Right. You know why I'm going to hand it to you? Because you're the fastest player in the country. He is a 10-200. He got behind Ohio State. He got behind Tennessee. At some point today, number 11 is going to get a shot from Carson Beck. This is a five-star game, and each coach is telling their team that heading into this stadium. You know, we're not looking for somebody to come up and be some magical special player that hasn't really performed all season long. We are relying on our five stars. Right. Make the plays. We trust in you. We've prepared for it all season. Yeah, I mean, listen, we sat with Ryan Buglisi, who's never even been in the building. The reason you come to Georgia and Alabama is because you're a five-star recruit that wants to play in the alpha. biggest atmosphere. Alpha, alpha, Right. C.J. Stroud last year. Oh. He'd waited his whole career to be in a game like this where you're not supposed to win, where you're in the semifinal game against the national champ, and where you're playing essentially in their building. And C.J. Stroud played like he's playing in the NFL – a total baller. And, and, That's and the kind of game this is. How in the hell did anybody watch that game, C.J. Stroud, lighting up Georgia, and think, you know what, maybe Bryce Young's better for an NFL prospect. That, to me, is crazy. And not to take anything away from Bryce, he's obviously in a unique situation in Carolina, but C.J. Stroud is a damn stud. Yeah, He's going to be playing in this league he for gave, a long, he, long he time. Gave, he gave Georgia a lot of gray hairs. Oh, man. After that game, you know. Listen, we watched uh, Michael Vick in his prime every week in the NFL. How do we slow down Michael Vick? How do we keep him from running the football? How do we keep him from getting outside? You know, when you play elite athletes like Jalen Milrow today, that's, I mean, he's going to. you got to get him to the ground. He's going to get his. He's going to get his. Like, there's not a, you don't game plan to completely stop him. You just don't want him. To crush push him. him towards the sidelines. Push him towards the sidelines. Push him towards the sidelines. That's you know, what Georgia needs to do. You know what's interesting? Breaking him down. Two games he's had a hundred plus yards rushing. Auburn, LSU. Five games he's been less than thirty. So he wow. really can hurt you, or you really. But can how much was his decision in those games that I'm not going to need to do that? Well, I can tell you, you this: I mean? LSU's defense is not what he's about to yeah. see in this building. Right. You let know me, what I mean? let me ask you this. Do you think when Nick Saban benched Jalen Milrow after that Texas game, he did it to essentially shut up the fan base? I mean, what they did against South Florida with Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner almost losing that game in bad weather, and, and Saban like, kind of sits back and says, you guys done now? Well, We're putting Milrow know. back you're in the game, and obviously much, he's, been he's been incredible. But you're giving him too much credit. They also didn't know what they had. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I think. It's like giving the Patriots credit for drafting Tom Brady in the sixth round and going, look how smart they were. Yeah. Listen, you got Jalen, you benched the guy. You benched him. And, yeah. and if, if the other guy played better, he may have not got back on there. Yeah. Now we're giving credit to Nick Saban for it. I'd say this. It's an example. He didn't know what he was doing. Same reason Cam Newton didn't start to game three that year. Right. He didn't know what they had. Right. They turned him loose. <laughs> then they found out real quick, oh, no, we got a dude. Hey, you got Joe Cox, tight ends coach for Alabama. Zach Mettenberger is an offensive assistant on that Alabama staff as well. Two guys that I played with at Georgia. Two all-time great Georgia Bulldogs. So, uh, you know, that's an emotional game for these guys. It'll be really cool. Yeah, a lot of of incestuous relationships between these two programs in terms of just how much – They've been on each other's coaching staffs. They've coached against each other. And, obviously, Kirby and Nick all week long. Um, yesterday, Kirby thrown out the line. First time he's texted me back during the season all, you know, ever. Yeah. Right? The, go- the golf line was great, though. I'm yeah. sure you guys will play that the was, cut a little bit yeah, later when that. Nick yeah. Saban says nobody managed their time better than Kirby. <laughs> and he says he would call all of his assistants, knew who Nick Saban's buddies were, 
wherever they he were always, playing golf, they tagged to go to the other golf course. You know what people found out yesterday? Those two dudes don't hate each other. Oh, yeah, my God. The Alabama fan base the and the stuff. Georgia fan base want those two to just be like, we hate each other. When Nick they Saban don't. explained that his uh, wife is at the hospital when Mary Beth is having, having the babies. Twins, yes. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. that's yeah. – that's not every coaching staff with the wife. I mean, that's how close they are. Absolutely. Couldn't be closer in a lot of ways. And when it's all said Respect. and done. Yeah. They're competing right now. Yeah. Now's not the time to spend the summer up at, at uh, Saban's Lake House. No. There'll be a time that's right. where that'll happen. It ain't now. Yes. You'll, talk about, you'll talk about today, 10 years from now, on a golf course, going, yeah. you remember that time I got you? <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. We'll come back. We're live at the Reverb by Hard Rock Hotel. Sandy in the mix. Drew. Rusty. Stakey, uh, Mike Johnson will pop by. Who, else, who knows who else might be rolling through here? It's a special edition of the Steakhouse. The SEC championship game, just three hours away. Special edition of the Steakhouse continues in downtown Atlanta, just footsteps away from the 30th edition of the SEC title game. In our great city, it's the 30 years in Atlanta. Of course, the first, uh, I don't know, 22 were in the Georgia Dome. How old is Mercedes Benz? So they did the first two in Birmingham. If yep. you remember that, yeah, if you remember the interception by Langham, picked off the pass of um, Antonio Langham. Yep. Antonio Langham. Picked I saw off Shane. Shane I saw Shane yesterday. He's an SEC legend going into the class for Florida. Shane played with my dad, Chicago Bears. Uh, and Shane was the head coach at Nice High School for a while. And, and that, Great and guy. That day it poured, and that's when they're like, you know what? They're building that thing in Atlanta. That's where we're going because it was pouring down okay. cold and rain. That's what uh, Florida in Birmingham. State. Florida State be dealing with that tonight. Did you in see Charlotte? Right? Yes. Did you see the montage that CBS Sports put out last night of the last? Yes. Oh, that that so incredible. Cool. And it, it makes was you really think, well done. Yeah. What the hell were they thinking? I mean, what, losing what the they, SEC package. What are they doing? Crazy. You don't lose the varsity. But you right. had Jim right. Nance. Thursday JV games. You had you Jim Nance. You had Sean McDonough. You had Vern. I mean, just so many classic college football see that. memories. You send me that montage. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's a good five la- minutes. It's the last SEC CBS moment. This is it. I mean, it is. Uh, I don't know. It's it. You get used to three thirty to turning your TV and hearing Vern Lundquist or hearing Brad Nessler and and certainly hearing the uh, ornery Gary Danielson or whoever else has been over the years. And it's just going to be different. I, I could not agree more. To have that be a Big Ten game, I don't care about USC, UCLA coming in. Dude, you, I, you're, you're still fir- filled with a Purdue, let me, let me, Illinois, Indiana, Northwesterns, Rutgers. Let me, you, let me tell you something. Michigan State. Somebody at CBS is sitting on their back deck, and they're thinking, we're not going to have Georgia and Alabama in that building again, period. Yeah, because, by the way, they, uh, they're not, they would have had – Georgia at Alabama, three thirty next year. Georgia at Texas in Austin, three. Guess who's getting it? Uh, double headers. Georgia at Alabama. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, they're not getting any of it. Alabama um, at Oklahoma. Right. Not getting any of that. Late, 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 late November. Kirby yeah. going into Ole Miss and playing Oxford. These are monster games. And I know. Listen, Ohio State and Michigan, they appear to be ready to compete with the ACC. They appear to be, but three years ago, Michigan embarrassed themselves against Georgia. Certainly Ohio State did not last year, but then you look at the Big Ten. I'm sorry, comparative scores I know are bogus, but just for a second think about that the University of Michigan couldn't beat, uh, could not beat 
TCU last year, listen, right? Listen. Just, just think about what the national. Because they didn't have their signs. Yeah, <laughs> and you couldn't tailgate. But, but just, you lost to a team that Georgia could have put eighty up that night. Let me right? say this. Let me say this because Drew and I are going to slip out here in a few minutes. Let me let me make sure. Where are I y'all got, going? Let me make sure I got thirty seconds of of, of Rusty Mansell, Floyd County, keeping it real. <laughs> this is the national championship across the street. Wow! Because I'm going to tell you something right now, and I love Sandy, and their quarterback got hurt. Florida State deserves to be in it. If Georgia wins this game and they give Georgia three and a half weeks to get healthy, nobody's beating them. Nobody's beating Georgia. So today is a national championship. That is a great okay. point, though, about health, right? Yes. Georgia is going to have and a And I'll tell month, you this. If Alabama, listen, if Alabama gets now in. That's right. I don't know. If Alabama gets in. Okay, here we go. If they are going to be a hell of an out because they will be appreciative and know this doesn't, this doesn't happen often. They will be a hell of an out. Alabama wins by three. Does Georgia get in the playoff? I don't think they get in. I don't in. either. But I think you have a, a remarkable case. And you will hear for the first time since Kirby Smart has been at Georgia, him get on a podium. I don't think so. You don't think? I don't think so. I don't Isn't think Kirby, that the jo- you know, I think Kirby Smart, if he loses, he's going to walk up there and say, No way, Rusty. We won, come on. We won come on. 29 in a row. It's his job. And he's not going to be like some of these other coaches. Right. And go so I think every, he is. He's not I gonna, agree he's with not you. Go, he's not going to go on every show the next 24 hours like, Come on, President Moorhead and Josh Brooks would say, Kirby, <clears throat> he's gonna go get, ahead and get on ESPN. What do you think, Sandy? I think that your SEC commissioner started the fun this morning now by Greg saying. Sa- now Greg Sankey. Greg Sankey has started Dude, already. He will oh, lose he's it. Let me tell you who will be on every show. Greg Sankey yeah. will go. But I agree ballistic. with Rusty almost. It's almost not in his DNA. I don't know why I'm feeling he's that go- Listen, he, if he loses, he's going to give time at that SEC pre- the post game. He's going to give okay, his. He's going to give his resume. You're not going to see Kirby Smart on ESPN Sports Center tonight. And you're not going to see him tomorrow morning on on Sports Center. I'll do it for him. Call me. <laughs> it's a great question because I I kind of think the responsibility is for those kids to have a chance to be in the playoffs. Greg, Greg, and the you. loudest voice is Kirby Smart, and he's the most convincing. So. All right, you getting ready? I gotta get going. I'm yeah. gonna hand the mic to a, a bitter rival and a guy who I just don't really want to be around today. The, the two great captains. The great Mike Johnson, national champion, all American, team captain at Alabama. We're gonna have a good one today, huh, Big Mike? Yeah, I'm excited about it, brother. <laughs> all right, we'll get him on. See you, Drew. Great stuff. Drew Butler getting ready to Thanks, enjoy Drew. a great day. Mike Johnson is here. Big Mike. Having a hell of a day. All right, what's the what's the energy? Right now, two and a half, it's, two and a half hours. Uh, it's massive, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> huge buildup, man. Walking over here, chopping it up. Uh, obviously, I'll be honest with you. I've been pleasantly surprised with the Bama presence here. Um, to be honest with you, I did not think it would be this massive, but it's been great so far. I mean, the energy's. How many folks recognize you from Bama? Because you're wearing the baseball cap. You are an offensive lineman, granted captain of a national title team. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I, I actually texted Squid Billy this morning. I said, what do you think, ring or no ring? Because I was going to wear the, the title uh, ring, you know I, what I mean? I think I would have worn it. Hell, okay. I would so worn it. Almost no. wore my state championship ring. <laughs> he said, it's not your, uh, championship ring. He said, that's not really your brand, but wear it if you want to wear it. And my wife was like, if you're not going to wear it today, then when would right. you wear I it? I'm on and Team Lindsay on this. Yeah. Girlfriend, when is yeah. the right time to wear it, if I, not today? It just wasn't today. Okay. Um, you know, it's true story. True story. And you'll remember. This. I was in um, Athens in 2015. Oh, biblical downpour. Biblical. Um, and a, a, a beatdown. I had my ring on. And a beatdown. Yes. I had my ring on. I high fived a buddy of mine, and it was gone. 
Oh, my God. It hit some poor eight-year-old in the back of the head eight rows down. Uh, and so I had to go down there and scramble and find it. Yeah. With the weather being the way, I was like, that's the backbreaker. I'm not wearing it today. But, uh, so, there, so there was a coach on that staff. is no longer at Georgia, so I'll say that. I know him well, and he told me, he said, Rusty, we were sitting there warming up, and Alabama came by, and I said, we're in trouble. <laughs> he yeah. said, we don't look like that. That was a big disappointment that day. For they Georgia look like fans. that now. Though. They, they they now listen, that. that's the very first pre- – listen, Kirby Smart was on that stage. Yeah, I was going to say so that. So when Kirby Smart had his first press conference, the first thing he said was, I played this team last year. we got to get bigger in the offense no and defense. And faster. Yeah, well, we did our first um, on-site with Kirby, Sandra and I, what was it, how many years now, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. And, he, and we're in the break, and he just looks at us and goes, dude, there's guys on this roster that me and Nick would never have looked at. Like yeah. they're, they're yeah. not yeah. the starters. We're already talking about right, Rusty. It's not the it's not the front line, but he's like there are guys on the team that that he he was shocked that a program at Georgia's level would have guys that him and Nick Saban would not even be size he, and speed. It's the Louis. We're getting and size and speed. It's the Dion Louis thing, right? I mean, he's like, look, man, we're bringing our Louis in. I, yeah. I know what it takes to win a championship, right. and these right. guys are not that. Here's what I tell exactly people. Right. Here's what I, I talk to parents all the time. I, I think my kid can play at Georgia. I think my kid can play Alabama. And I go, listen, <laughs> with all due respect, have you ever stood on the field right. when everybody looks like aliens? Hey. And be, I mean that in the best way. To be fair, they, I look at them all the time when I go now and I stand on the field, spring game, whatever. Yeah. Evan Neal was a guy that yeah, was. Evan Neal, six uh, foot eight, offensive tackle for my NG. It's a sake. I look at these guys. I'm like, they wouldn't even look. They wouldn't even recruited me. Right. Like I walk on the field and I'm like, they wouldn't. Like thank God I got him when I did because looking at Evan Neal, he's six eight. He's got a. He's How got tall a, are you? You're six seven. I'm six six. Oh Evan Neal God. was, he was six seven. Evan so Neal, already working on him. Life, <laughs> life, <laughs> life is working on him. Evan Neal was six eight, about three sixty, yep. and 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 you know Vert was like thirty two inches, and it was insane. So, so the, the twenty eighteen national championship game, I got lucky enough to stand on the sideline beside Champ Bailey and talk to Champ a long time. I know him, and Champ has been away from it. He goes, Rusty, who is that? Yeah, right. Who is that? We, we didn't. Them guys didn't look like that when I was at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, Well, you see the other sideline. He's trying to beat that team. This is what you have to look like. That's exactly right, man. I love – and by the way, the, the parents who are telling you that, these aren't like, you know, Bobby Shapiro parents. These are parents – or these are high school superstars, right? Well, no, not, not – I've been stars. in – I coached high school ball for four years. That you'd be, you'd, your mind dude, would be blown. No, no. You'd, your mind the would be blown. People will literally no. say the, that. The parents oh, would be like, dude, you know, uh, little SEC. Johnny clocked a 485 last yeah. week. I think yeah. we can get him there. And I'm like, bro, listen, no. I love it. That's cool. That's yeah. cute. But Julio Jones has that's a roadmap another, but I mean, on his but I mean, shin. It's another whole, right. it's another whole, like it's another whole shit. But that's what I mean. I mean, these are parents that, you know, they know the kid can play Division One, But you have to tell them, like, you don't understand Georgia it's and like Alabama. It's like we just interviewed, Ron Fuglisi. Yeah. He's been different since his ninth no grade. Doubt. It was it, it wasn't not an easy decision. It was an easy evaluation. So when Alabama you watched the so last two weeks – of high school football. Last night the Maris game. Yeah. Um, they had a, okay. I'll give you one. And they then the week and the week before was Carrollton and Walton. Yes. Right. Yeah. So how many of those kids look like? Even the ones. There's a lot no, of kids no, no, going. I'll end this real quick. Walton's right tackle is six seven three forty. You know where he's going? He's going to Georgia. Right. The guy beside him is six two one eighty five. You know where he's going? Yeah, where is he he's going? going to college. Right. <laughs> so, you know, to, to your point. To your point. And this that, is means a great, a bad, that means a bad player. This is a great right. thing for today. To your point. We went to a, my second year coaching, went to a team camp. I think it was at Creekview High School, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Darlington came. Yes. Who Tate Rattledge. Who do you think that was? Tate Rattledge. I looked at that. I looked at Tate Rattledge, who obviously has been in the crosshairs the last couple of days talking about yep. himself. I looked at Tate Rattledge and I said, that guy 
goes to Georgia. Yes. That that is what a Georgia lineman should and will look like and does look like. And I didn't have to ask any questions. He was the only guy on the field. But, but my like, point is, there's also like, that guy goes there's twelve other kids that aren't Georgia Alabama too that are going Division One in those there's games. A lot, yes, right. I'm saying, but but yeah. when but people the, approach me, right about, I think little Timmy could play out in Georgia. <laughs> Listen, would you steak. put in a word for him? Steak. Listen, little Timmy's second team region in Floyd County. I'll end this conversation. In Georgia. <laughs> I'll end this conversation. Last, it's not a bad thing. Last year, I coached a guy yes. who has played yes. half the snaps at left tackle at Georgia Tech. Just Ethan McKinney. Just got chosen freshman All-American. Freshman All-American, Braun three. Yes. He was my left tackle when I was high school at coaching. Last there, I don't I don't know if Kirby even – I don't I don't think he even looked. At, right. I don't even think it was – it wasn't even a thing. Yeah. And, and Brent Key was – I had I, I know Brent. I yeah. have multiple yeah. – I love Brent. Yeah. And I was like, Brent, this guy you had Georgia to talk, Tech you had through to talk and through. Him into it. You had to talk him into it. Yeah, talk him into it a little yeah. bit. It was like a – How was proud like, are you? Uh, How no, proud no, are you to see where he ended up? He, he's, he, he's like my son. I mean, he really is. Awesome. Unbelievable. Fresh, I saw you unbelievable. First team freshman All-American. Unbelievable All right, real quick before Rusty goes, because those of you might be just tuning in, the top of our show. And, by the way, we're live at the Reverb. This is the it's Steakhouse. All now. of us are here. Georgia and Alabama, it's beautiful out. Top of the show, Rusty Mansell, breaking news. So, Lad McConkey, Brock Bowers, and Tate Rattledge were all announced in the starting lineup in the stadium, which means they're going through the review of what Georgia gave them. Typically, with that scenario, it tells you who they expect to play today. Okay. I expect Tate, I expect Tate Rattledge to go. I expect Lad McConkey to give it a chance. Brock Bowers to play. The question today is going to be, as we're two hours kickoff roughly, is going to be Ra Ra Thomas and Smile Monday. Okay. Uh, play. Rusty, always a pleasure. You're a busy man. Great job on the call last I'm leave, night. I'm leaving this for Mikey now, so y'all. Hey, don't, look, don't, hey. let, don't let him talk. Hey, y'all hey, see Rusty. you got on red and black, and he's got a G. You don't let it. me see pictures I've later. Got, I've got club seats. It's the only place they're selling alcohol in the bin. You got so it. Got my man. You, right you guys, we got to talk about that. That's All right. my man. Thanks, uh, can, guys. Can you give us another segment? I can or, give you one more. That's it. Because, listen, this is play day for, for Mike. I know hey, that. I know. Here, we appreciate man. it. Give us one more. Sandra and I will be here till 3. The sights and sounds of the SEC championship game. The biggest game on the planet is just a few steps away from where we're sitting. It's the Steakhouse on the biggest, baddest sports talk radio station in the Southeast. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. One forty-one live at the SEC Championship game just outside Mercedes-Benz. A special edition of the Steakhouse. The great Sandra Golden with us. Uh, she's covered numerous of the SEC title games. As her uh, counterpart, Mr. Steak here as well, and Mike Johnson, who's not only covered them, but he's played in two of them. Um, one win, one loss, baby. All right, so take us through that. Uh, Can we oh. just hit some before we go through sure. this? So the, you guys are in the car and on your way here. Two things. When you come to a regular concert, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium will allow women to bring in any kind of purse as long as it's small for whatever reason. I believe reason. it's six yeah. inches wide. But – for this, it has to be clear. Clear, right. Okay? So the clear purse is a mandatory deal for whatever reason. And the other thing is they are not selling alcohol except for the club level and mm. in the suites. Mm. So that is an SEC-sanctioned deal. Um, I got confirmation from Mercedes-Benz this morning. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, especially because once you're in, you can't walk, bounce yeah. back out. So, and just, like, I'm literally the reverb. 
is right next to the the building. So in the but, old in the old Georgia Dome, they had a I think it was a Miller Lite maybe, but like bottle next to the jumbotron. Yeah. They had to cover it with plastic when we played in the game. I remember going, I "What is I mean, behind that plastic?" And there and also was a right. day we couldn't have professional sports or any sports in Las Vegas. These are dumb rules. Everybody's just sneaking in, you know, uh, like like it's just archaic stuff. Just like well, the you're leaving stuff. money on the ta- table, and well, what hill are you sure. trying to die and on the SEC here? This is so game. And this, as, as much as you're charging for tickets, y'all got nerve. I mean, think, saying we're going to tell you what you're going to eat and drink. Right. These are grown-ups. Well, real money. This it, is ridiculous. It's just it's so stupid at this right. time. I agree. Like gambling was supposed to be the sanctity of the college athlete or Las Vegas couldn't be attached to professional sports or legalized gambling in all these states. If you're going to have legalized gaming in 30 states, but you're holding on to the notion that this is a college championship game, how do you have people spending thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars on a ticket to bring their roommate from college, to have, a, you know, their whole family, and you can't go buy, you know, a Bud Light or a Miller Light. have a beer. It's absurd. can't have a beer at a sporting event because of the archaic college. It's the dumbest thing Well, how, how long ago was it, Sig, when they moved up the uh, ability to buy beer on Sundays in, in right, Atlanta? Right, exactly. I mean, it was, it was not By that the way, long you ago. can go to a strip club at 8 a.m., but you can't get a drink. Okay. <laughs> and get some nice well, that, no, but I mean, Get a nice I'm omelet. Get a nice right. omelet. The, that whole arcade. Fingers, you're right. The blue laws. Nice chicken fingers. The blue laws on Sundays. <laughs> everybody realized the Bible Belt stuff is stupid. Let people eat what they want. Uh, sorry. Drink what they want to drink on a Sunday. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I got to tell you, some people probably make decisions like, and I'm, listen, we're not trying to say everyone needs to get drunk and go to no, games. No, that's not the but point. But be, be able to drink a beer at an SEC title game. Right. Could not agree with you more. It's, it's, All it's, right, I've got something else to bring up. So I am of the people. I'm out here, and there are, what, 10, 15 deep at the bar, uh, both Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to tell because it's a nice split. It, right, yeah. but it, and everybody's lovely and having a great time. When I tell you. Guys dressed hats. I don't know that they bathed this week. It's a big week. The women, mm. they are yes. boots, short skirts. They look like they just had glam. The most gorgeous women I've ever seen in my life going to a ball game. I know. And and the the energy from the men it doesn't match. So yeah. your thoughts? I I, I I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen anything <laughs> like what you're talking about. State uh, does. State my does. eyes are on the ceiling State right now. Are you are you asking about the women or why the men don't? No, no. Step I'm, I'm actually just bragging and being a smart mouth. But I just think it's these women are absolutely beautiful. Well, Georgia, Alabama has always produced a strong. So wife. how do you, from a guy from North Valdosta, yeah. and you walk in, you know, 20 Dothan. years ago, you come here and you're like, oh, it's different. In the SEC, it's different. So my, my big college – you're talking about growing up in New England. We sure. joke no, that people think I'm from Valdosta. But I don't Mo- know that anybody actually thinks that. Do- right. Dothan, Alabama. <laughs> so um, driving on my way to the beach, I love Dothan, Alabama. So um, when I moved down here in the mid-'90s and somebody said to me, you got to go to Frankie's at the Prado, right? Mm-hmm. It's this amazing sports bar. Well, when you grow up in, in New England, and by the way, we talked to Ryan Puglisi, the biggest recruit for Georgia quarterback earlier, who said, I play my high school ball on Saturdays, right? Like, it's not, like, it's, it's different up there. They don't get it, right? So the thought of going to a sports bar, you just don't want to get beat up by the women at the sports bar. Forget about the men, right? You're in Boston. <laughs> right. Hey, look at this guy. Yeah. Drink yeah. You. You're wearing a jacket over there. You look like an idiot, whatever. So, uh, like a Bruins fan, a woman that's a Bruins fan is already tougher than, than I am right. growing up. You walk into Frankie's at the Prado on a Saturday. I'm in my late 20s. And that place is 55 to 60% ladies. Right. 
They're all alumni from all these colleges. Right. It's a Saturday. I expect you're going to have a baseball cap and wear sweats, and they are decked to the nines at Frankie's. And I was like, the South is different. The South, you know, it's the just South different. And I different. applaud y'all. This is it was, special. Dude, yeah. It's like, what do you mean? That's what we, you're yeah. talking to a bunch of girls like, yeah, we're going to watch college football tomorrow. I was like, uh, yeah. what do you mean? Well, that's what we do on Saturdays. We go watch college football. My cousins from Miami would come up and visit me at Florida State on the weekends, and they were like, I don't know what has just happened, but I've never seen such beautiful Listen, man, women. It, it was, there, was, there was a saying when I was in college that the less you give, the more you get. Um, and, and I think that's what you see going on right here. You know what I mean? Like, the less you give, the more you get. And, uh, you know, you don't care. And so, suddenly you become attractive. I don't know what it is. I, mean, I don't know what it is. It, I don't know what it is. So it's, it's a great scene. Um, the tradition of Georgia and Alabama. So as a former captain. It just means more. Um, first of all, where were you Where were you watching the thir- uh, the fourth and 31 play last week? All right, so quick story. Um, I was downstairs in the basement, had a room full of Bama people. Oh, okay. Um, you had buddies over. Bama was going to punt, uh, and I was like, I can't watch this. I'm going upstairs. So I run upstairs. I'm like, I'm just trying to clean up. You know, we had a big party over at my house. Uh, but the, it's going nuts. Do you do, by the way, a couple of things. Do you always do an iron bowl thing at your house? Uh, hit or miss. Yes or no. Depends on do where you, we are Thanksgiving. Do you have the proper hate for Auburn? I mean, is it real? I do. Or? I'm not from Alabama, but after playing them for a number of years, yes, I do okay. hit Auburn. All right. Okay. So, bunch of people there. Bunch of people. And that, I, that, Bama's punting. I'm like, I'm going upstairs. I'm getting out of here. I can't watch this. Everybody goes nuts. The muffed punt. I run back downstairs. I run back downstairs. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, what happened? They're like, he muffed the punt. Blah, blah, blah. Bama gets stuffed on first down. Bama gets stuffed on second down. My friends look at me. They go, go back upstairs, dude. Go back upstairs. They go back upstairs. Like, why did you come down here? I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back upstairs. Obviously, the bad snap. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not good. It's over. So I'm sitting up there. I'm just like, yeah, I'm cleaning up. It's over with. Oh, my God. You don't have a TV. (laughs) You don't have a TV. Didn't see it. No TV. I respect that. I respect that. You heard Um, him going crazy. So I like, wait till it clears out. Back down the stairs. And they're like, did you um, nuts, man. No, yeah, so I did, I and didn't your see answer it was no. I didn't, I see, didn't it. see it. What you happened? You did the proper thing, though. You can't mix the mojo no, at that moment. I, 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 listen, I, I, I was not downstairs. Gonna, dude, for, you have to see that no, play live. No, uh-uh, I'm with you. Come team, on, right? dude. I That's, was upstairs one of the, for two plays. It was the muff punt and the 4th and 31. <laughs> <laughs> and you crazy. know what? If, if Bama gets in a hole today, I might drive back to my house and stay in the kitchen and clean up. Do, so do we'll you think – um, what level of confidence do you think that uh, Alabama's coming in here with the fan the fan base? The oh, the dude, I, I don't think it's very high. It's I, not. I okay. think there, there's a lot of chest puff, and I think there's some bravado thrown out there. You know, I don't you hear to be it the man. Alabama, to be, yeah. I don't think it's there. Yeah. I, listen, it's an inconsistent I, I, team, right. and it's, they've I mean, got. I mean, punch- they, there are years where you just go, well. We're Alabama. We're every bit as good. I don't think it feels that way necessarily. Although you're still only a one loss team. Um, but they're, they, yeah, I don't, I don't sense, listen, no Alabama fan is ever going to be surprised that you win a football game, not under no, Saban, no. but I don't sense the swagger, especially because the Auburn game didn't leave you with a great feeling. No, it didn't. And I, I think every Alabama fan thinks we have a puncher's chance. It's a Tyson Holyfield deal, right? Where Holyfield's the better boxer, but Tyson can throw one haymaker that might end the, that might end the fight. And, and, and every, listen, I can't tell you how many interviews I've done this week. The bottom line is. It's going to come down to like a tipped ball at the beginning of the fourth quarter that might go back the other way. That's going to change things. Right. And so it's not a – Georgia's going to stay on schedule. They're going to rip off eight per play. Bama's going to minus one, plus two, minus one, and then 40. And and, right. and that's just the nature of the beast. That, that's what Bama and Georgia have been all year. And so I, I, think Bama, I think Bama fans think, hey, we have a puncher's chance. But I don't think anybody expects a victory today. 
Yeah, well, it will be. They kept comparing. I don't know if you watched Bo Nix last night in that game, but they, they you know, it was Kirk and Chris, and they t- started talking about Jalen Milrow and Bo Nix and that big playability when you can just run for 20, run for 25. Let me say the, the big conversation with Bam people right now is do you want Bo Nix to be in the Heisman conversation? Oh, right. Well, he's, he's an Auburn guy. But the fact that he left Auburn, yeah. <laughs> you know, do you want that to be kind of the, the dagger in Auburn? But. I, I think Georgia fans feel the same way. I don't know. I agree with you. He rips off the 60-yarder yeah. as the as second longest of his career. It was a great thing. That's what Milrow can do. He, he's sure. going to get his, and he's going to have big moments. It's just a matter of how many big moments. Is it enough big moments to get Alabama a win? And, again, if Georgia turns it over, if there are a couple of moments, you'll be like, well, this is how we win, right? The, the question for Bama fans is how many designed run for Zale Milrow. It's not just scrambles. Yes, you're going to scramble for 30 right. or 40. At some point, you will get one. How many designed runs? How many? Is it 10? Is it 12? Because really, a lot of people talk about his legs. It's been like two or three design runs. Right. So how many design runs do you implement today? Bama has shown the ability in recent SEC championships to completely go away from their game plan. Do you design 10 or 12 runs for him? I, I think that's what a lot of people will be paying attention you, you, to. You want to mention uh, ticket prices real quick, guys, also? Did, have you been on lately? Yeah, it looked? was remarkable oh, last night. And even we were talking Remarkable Heisman, high? Really, Remarkable high, high by a long shot. And, Did uh, anybody catch Sankey on uh, so game funny, day? Basically was, saying that, hey, dude, that was look so at funny. our ticket prices. If you combined every other championship game, they are our ticket prices, the get-in price is still higher than all those combined. Dude, and that's he, what you're working on. Did you see when he walked out and goes, one of these things is not like the other? <laughs> and he just starts looking at all the other programs. <laughs> oh, man. That was class. He's a man of the people right now. Day. That's the stat because they're using that stat, Sandra, that every other championship game combined doesn't equal one. FSU ticket. is 50. Big 10 is 60. Big 12, $98. The Pac-12 last night was $26. And the average price, and this is of this morning, it's probably down, is 350 to get in. So, right. I, I know people right now that would would kill to get 350 to get in. There's yeah. people out here that I was just talking I to bought, that don't have tickets. I bought for, for client friend last night at, I think we spent 820 with all the fees to yeah. get get somebody's kid in the building. The t- to the get seat, him in the building. The seat that I'm sitting in, not saying I paid this, the seat that I'm sitting in today yeah. is, is 1700 on stuff. Jeez, Louise. So, um, so thank, uh, thankful. thankful. Sandy, yeah, what, what's classic, by the way, you couldn't have a better Pac-12 game. You couldn't have a better rivalry scenario, which was Oregon-Washington. You couldn't have more on the line, winners in the playoff. And you just said you could get in that game for 20, 20 bucks. $26. Yeah. In Vegas. Stay Standing room in, only 335 Oh, my God. Right now, I'm on StubHub, 335 Standing room I don't room want to only. stand. Give me a normal. T- 454. For all the way up. Section 314, row 34. And your back is against the wall so, of the So, by building. the way, as as this has gone on, and, and Larry and I, my husband and I are good at the tickets, these prices should be coming way down. I know. Down. They're not. They're going you're right. Up. You're right. They are going I feel up. better about I just, what I spent last night. I talked to two people yeah. outside. Sick. I'm telling you, I just talked to two people outside yeah. on the patio that would that said we're still looking for tickets. And I said, well, I saw them on SubHub for 500. We would kill for 500 right now. Yeah, that's what they said. We were just outside, we would, they said we're looking for scalpers. We'd kill for 500. Man, oh man, there's nothing like the SEC in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, Georgia versus Alabama. It just means more. It, it just does. feels just like the, it does. It just means more. Great. By the way, what was also happening, do we have time for this? Because the Heisman discussion is interesting as to what happened within one quarter last night. The yep. odds in Vegas, and so there was somebody in Vegas oh, watching like the board. Yeah. From It went from Bo Nix and Jaden, the tr- the switch. It was Because, re- by the way, it was 17-3 to 3 before you go get your drink refilled. Mm-hmm. So that happened, and by the end, Jaden Daniels now the favorite. By the way, Petty Party Much, LSU, love that they did this. 
got a billboard right outside of the Vegas Stadium that had LSU picture Jaden Daniels. Oh, that's me. awesome. Uh, it reminds me of the conversation I had with Squid Bill earlier. I said, hey, man, he's wearing a, you know, he's headed to the airport. He's wearing his gator sweater. Uh-huh. Sandra, you oh, love this. Oh, so cute. I said, that, I said that's cool. Uh, what time do they play? <laughs> oh, that's there you go. Those are on sale like ninety nine cents. You right should now have been like, you should have been like, hey, I know somebody in Idaho of our VRBO. Is that where they're playing their bowl game? I'm not. Hold on, I know somebody. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Listen, I have a buddy. Is that where the Florida game is? I told him the Birmingham Bowl is going to be lit, man. The oh Birmingham, the Sheraton Birmingham Bowl is so going to be lit. You get a good, a good hotel room. All right, Mikey, go have fun. Hey, man, love, love you. you. Thank we'll you. handle the last Appreciate hour here. Man. Thank you, Mike Johnson, host of the Morning Shift. A show that has entered the market and, I don't know, like number one in men in the market in the city. And, and he's the king right there. So uh, when we come back, Sandra and Stakey, we got an hour left. We may bring in some folks. I'm pretty sure we're going to run into some folks here. You know who we, what we should do is that Kirby and Nick conversation yeah. with Laura. Do you have the cuts? We have some cuts, I think. We'll check with Day Day. But um, it's she worth She did playing. such a great job there She's last night. She's my new favorite, right? I know. I Laura Rutledge my, was, our best friend. That's yeah, right. Laura Rutledge by herself. Had Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, and she was awesome. And we have some of those cuts. I do believe. Awesome. Yes. All right, we're doing the Steakhouse, and we appreciate you coming. It's uh, Steak and Sandra on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.